Well, praise the Lord and God bless you this evening and welcome to the Tabernacle of Deliverance Sunday evening service. I'm Pastor Wells and I'm excited about what God is doing for us, with us, in the midst of us, regardless of all the stuff going on around us today. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about uh, what the Lord has been doing uh, for us in the midst of all the stuff that's been going on. But as you know, and as I know, there's been a whole lot of stuff going on around us. Different countries and uh, different areas. But anyway, today I want to go back into the word of God, uh, which what was the last scripture from last week? Uh, um, I want to get into the word of God with you today. And talk about no secret part two. Amen. The no secret part two. 28 and 3. 28 and 3? Okay. Uh, so, you know, uh, it's just beautiful for God's mercies and kindness that he consistently showed towards us. Bow your head for a minute. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you in the behalf of those that are watching this broadcast by television, YouTube, Twitter, Podcast, however you're receiving this message today. I ask God, Father, that you touch every little soul, break every yoke in their life, and meet the needs in their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Those of you in my vicinity, in my community areas, uh, um, as, as I mentioned before, beginning April 2nd at 5.15 p.m., we will be having services at, uh, 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 at 35 South Middletown Road. Now you went to New York. 109, I think it's 10954. Uh, that'll be at the Royal Venue at the back entrance um, of that address. You can come in and worship with us. We'll be there at 515 on Sundays starting April 2nd and on Wednesday nights at 815 for Bible study starting April 5th. I was saying April 4th, but it's April 5th. And we will start having Bible study on Wednesday night. Sunday service at 515 p.m. We do not have morning services at this time. We just do evening services at this time until the Lord tell me differently. When he told me differently, I should probably, some of y'all probably still <laughs> told you in the morning. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 28. Ezekiel chapter 28 and verse 3. I want you to look at that verse. We're talking about no secret. Today. Last week we talked about no secret in different forms, in different fashions, and that there's no secret in God and what God can do. And I was saying that uh, our preachers running around saying what God does for others He'll do for you. But I keep telling people regarding that, saying that you first have to meet the same requirements and go through the same thing those people did to get what they got. So stop trying to spend all your time going through what other people go through to get what they got and get what God has for you. It's very important that we all understand that. Get that in our thick skulls that God has something with your name on it, not based off what Harry, Joey, and Billy have, but what God has for you. 
Because we, we get wrapped up in this thing trying to, I want what's on the, I don't want what nobody's about to happen. I want what God has for me. I go through enough proud. I want my blessing that has my name on it. Ezekiel chapter 28 and verse 3 says, Behold, thou art wiser than Daniel. There is no secret that they can hide. They can hide from thee. Okay, let's read it again. Behold, there is no secret. Behold, thou art wiser than Daniel, and there is no secret that can be hid from thee. Now, the thing about this verse. What I want to bring out in this verse that some people are so wise and they have wisdom. But I want to tell you something about secrets. God can allow, because I noticed something with people, God can allow you to uh, uh, see things and understand certain things, but it's not for you to tell everybody. But I constantly tell people the secrets of God belongs to his friends. He reveals his secret to his friends. He just don't reveal his secrets to any old body. The scripture is talking about, I believe, the king here. He was told that he was wiser than Daniel. He was smart. He could tell things, but he wasn't right with God. He wasn't right with God. So you can have all the knowledge and how to reveal secrets and open understanding. I read about two young ladies that uh, 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 broke a barrier from what they say is 2,000 years old on, on a mathematical term, and they said it was impossible, but they did it. So secrets can be revealed to you, but you still have to be right with God. There is no secret that, that cannot be revealed, but you still need to be right with God. That's why a lot of people misunderstand. Move that light over a little. Until we go into the new place, we still gonna be fighting with light issues here. Move one of these light. Uh, uh, move that light over. No, you got it wrong. Uh, a little more over that way. Just a little. Okay, but anyway, God allow you to learn secrets, but you you still got to be right. I don't care how much knowledge you have. There is no secret in what God can do. God can allow you to understand things that other people can't. God can allow you to see things. There's no secret that he could do that. He can do anything but fail. That, that, that's who God is. That's who God the Father is. The God of capability. Not inability, but the God of capability. He's capable of revealing secrets. He's quick, capable of opening our understanding that we may understand what's going on around us. That's why we have to spend time with God. That's why we got to spend time in prayer that we can get to know what God actually has to say so we don't get messed up down the road. But some of us are so hard-headed, we don't want to pray. We never want to read our Bibles. We never want to fast. Ah, you ain't getting none from God. The devil give you all kind of goodies to keep you busy. 
But we need to understand that God does not change. He said, I am the Lord, that God that changed at night. I do not change. I do not change my word for nobody. I don't change my standard of holy living for nobody. I'm sending my word. Peace follow a man of holiness without no man. I see the Lord. He don't change for me. He don't change for you. He just don't change. I was reading something. And that kind of upset me because these, these book writers and, and these magazines, so-called Christian magazine writers, they I wonder, I was reading, I'm not going to tell you the name of them, they were talking about, oh, people think that people are going to hell. Nobody's really going to hell right now. Where the devil? My Bible tells me when Abraham died, he was carried into the bosom of God. You ain't going into the bosom of God. You ain't right with him. You're not going into eternity rejoicing if you haven't lived a rejoicing clean life before God. There is no secret to that. It's right in God's word. Even if man wants man, we know that. We know how people live. You think we're going to say they went to heaven? Well, some people that's crooked and dirty, they say, yeah, they went to heaven. You notice on Facebook, everybody be saying, oh, happy heavenly birthday. Some of the people they talk about happy heavenly birthday live like dogs. They were evil or wicked and never got right with God. But yet everybody putting him in heaven. Happy heavenly birthday. Happy heavenly birthday. What? You might as well tell the truth. Go to Matthew 6 and 4. You might as well tell people the truth. You know, I was doing a, a funeral. Not all God's service. <laughs> I never forget the time I, I did one funeral. And I told them, I said, listen. I don't put nobody in heaven. I ain't got the power to do that. I'm going to tell you that the person lives right. Glory and heaven belongs to them. If they didn't live right, heaven and glory don't belong to them. That we used to sing that song. Heaven, heaven is mine. Oh, heaven, heaven is mine. Oh, heaven, heaven. Heaven, heaven is mine. If I live right, heaven is mine. Oh, if I live right, heaven is mine. Uh, if you live right, heaven is yours. <laughs> if I live right, heaven is mine. If I didn't live right, heaven ain't mine. But we put people in heaven. I don't know how you're doing it. They get up and tell you all these glorious stories of how this and that. They never talk about everything ever except in Christ. That's Savior. There's no secret. And if you don't live right, you're going to be lost. You're not going to enter the eternal joy. We have to be truthful with people. We have to tell people the truth that they must be born again. They must accept Christ as their Savior. They must obey God's word. They must follow what the word of God said. They must not like they must. You know one of the things the Lord Jesus Christ said? People take it, don't even pay it no mind. He said, you must be born again. Nicodemus was a ruler. And he asked, what do you mean, be born again? Am I going to enter into my mother's womb a second time? He's a ruler. 
who taught the so-called word of God that they thought they knew? And he had no clue that the Redeemer himself was talking to him. He had no clue that he had to be born of the Spirit of God. He had no clue. He's thinking that Jesus is talking about them going into his mother's womb a second time. And Jesus never said that. He simply said that you must be born again. That which is born of flesh and flesh, and that was born of spirit is spirit. Ye must. Not mine. It is no secret in what God can do. But we deceive ourselves believing. And we can do whatever we want, and it'll be a secret, and we'll go straight to heaven. We, we assume, can't assume with God. Well, I assume God accept me. Don't assume, get the facts. Matthew 6 and 4. Look at that verse. Matthew 6 and 4 says, I want you to listen to this, to all you folks out there that like to be seen and give money, and all of you that like to do videos of you helping somebody, you taking somebody some food, you buy somebody some clothes, and you're videotaping it so everybody can see that you're doing it. Let's read what the scripture says. In Matthew 4 and 6, it says that thy dad may be in secret and thy father, which seeth in secret himself, shall reward you openly. Let me read it again. That thy dad may be in secret and thy father, which seeth in secret, Shall reward thee openly. There is no secret of what God can do. There is no secret of what you could do. When you give offering and tithe or your time to God, He will reward you, but He wants you to do it privately, secretly. He don't want you to run out boasting and let everybody know what you're doing. Oh, I'm going to feed people today. Come on and videotape. I'm going to videotape me giving this man $5. I'm going to videotape me taking them to McDonald's or buying them a, a steak. I'm going to videotape so let people know what I'm doing. There's no reward for that. You got the reward of people seeing you, but you're not going to be rewarded by the Father. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me today. You're not going to be worried about both because it's not done in secret. He said that he sees in secret. The Bible tells us when we go, when we go to pray, go in our private closet. Not even a physical closet. You can go sit in your car. You can go sit in the corner. You can go stand in the corner. You can sit on the bus. You can sit on the train. Close your eyes and talk about God. Oh, come on, somebody. What you do in secret. Father will reward you openly. Father will reward you openly. It's happened a gazillion times. But we like to be seen. 
We want man to glorify us. We want man to pat us on the back and say, oh, he did this. And she gave a thousand dollars to the church. Yeah, give a thousand dollars. Everybody know your business. You know, it's amazing about some people, especially some church folks. They try their best to keep everything a secret, right? They don't want you to know this. They don't want you to know that. But check this out. They're the same people that get in church and boasting and bragging about this and that and the other. But it can be seen, but everything else is a secret. Everything else they do, everything else they, everything is a secret. But they, they go to church, they got to let you know I'm on this committee, I'm on that committee, I'm getting that, that, that. Outside of everything is a secret. My father knows who to reward. Could be there's a difference in man's reward and God's reward. It's a difference. Look at that verse. Matthew 6 and 4 says, one more time, that they all may be in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly. He will reward you openly when you do what you do in secret. We in the age of super impressing. We got so much technology to technology has made us fool. We got so much technology today to it's made us fool. You got TikTok, you got this, you got that, you got it all. So now man don't know what to do with himself. He do anything to strip fuck naked. They do those, uh, what you call those things, um, uh, 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 challenges. And dare. they do all kind of foolishness. They don't know what to do with themselves. You need to get yourself in tune with God. They do all this stuff and never, never, never realizing that God sees in secret. We do everything to be seen, to be glorified. Gospel singers don't sing about Jesus, they sing about him. Today, it's just a beat. It's just a beat to make you feel good. It's just a beat to get you jumping up and down. It's not about stirring your soul to seek after God. They say we're trying to reach the world. You don't reach the world. The Bible said go up to the head of the highway and compel them to come with his word. Not to be. You got to twist it. There ain't no secret of what God can do. His son word and his spoken word will drown him. Well, y'all, let the devil psych you so you twist up the music. It made it so early so the world think it's part of your milk. You can't have the world and God too. Don't worry. What you do is sacred before God. That's the thing. What you do is sacred before God. He will personally reward you. Ah, y'all don't hear it. What you do in secret, God 
will reward you openly. Pray for somebody that's a need. Do it in secret. Nobody need to know your business when you pray. The Bible said, man, those are always praying by faith. People say, I don't know what to pray for. There's billions of things to pray for. Look around you. no secret that God will reward you. But you look at a reward that belongs to other people you're not getting now. Well, sister so-and-so got this, and brother so-and-so got that. Why will God give me that? That's not for you. He may have something better. That's not for you. God may have something more appreciated, more, more excellent for you. But you too busy trying to get what belongs to other people you can't receive what God has for you. The Bible says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither have been entered into the hearts of men the things that God had prepared himself for them that love him. Ah, the question comes now. Do you love God? Do you love him? Do you know, love him enough to obey what his word says? He said he sent that word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. There's no secret in what God can do. We, we moved away from eternal life. And we focus on earthly life only. We have church services. We go to churches today. It's about fashion and design and about glamour and wealth, beauty and passion. But it ain't about holy living. It ain't about righteousness. People say, what is holiness? Read your Bible. Holiness been from the beginning because God said, I am holy. Ah, it's so funny. God has been holy from the beginning of time. And he's always demanded that we be holy, but we about fashion, wealth, passion, beauty, success, money, largestness, biggestness, the best of that and the best of all the and no God. But we go to church. We go to church buildings. Church builders have become halls of excitement, halls how to gain wealth, halls how to find the best woman or the best man, halls of how to look the best. We now go to the hall today. They have positive thinking. And who has the best charisma? It ain't no secret that God gonna rip the cover off. Y'all folks think God saved people during, allowed people to be saved during the pandemic. Keep on playing. Keep on churching. You gonna find out who God is. And you ain't gonna like it when he reveals himself. He's too holy. He's never been in an enemy schism. Never. Oh, yeah. Lord, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. He means what he's saying. Say what he means. Let's move on. 
Let's go to Psalms 90 and 8. People consistently think that God is just dumb and can't hear. Or he's retired, or he went to sleep. They think, yeah, whatever, we can do what we want. You know, when I read the Old Testament, and I see how they considered God went to sleep, or he wasn't paying no mind. Imagine God going to sleep, the world would cease to exist. Because man is consistently trying to start the strife. If it wasn't for God, man probably would already destroy the world. Don't you know they got nuclear bombs? They can't. They got all kinds. They got nerve agents. They got they got all kinds. They keep on messing with the earth. The Bible tells us the earth is out of course of the man. Man keep messing. So God can't go to sleep if they want it to, because he got to keep his panic. Because he got the little airplanes, as they say, running loose. We talk about aliens. People say, oh, the aliens may come and take over the world. It won't mean nothing but them to take over. We doing our best to destroy the place. <laughs> We're doing our best to destroy the planet. What the aliens going to do? That movie, the original movie, The War of the World. That movie was really about the civilian peace being sent and sent a unit to Earth. The war that if we did not stop our violence and our mess and our crime and destruction, we were going to be removed. So God sent his son Jesus to give us a last ultimatum. Get right or perish. Oh, we choose perish over get right. We chose perish over get right. We rather perish in our sins and get right with God. We rather perish in our sins and get right with God. Look at this verse. Let me pray for the TV broadcast. I didn't pray last week. Father, in Jesus' name, I you touch every little soul that's watching this television broadcast right now. Meet the needs in their life. Break yokes in their life. Save, deliver, and make free. I thank you for touching their lives today. In Jesus' name, amen. Look at this verse, Psalm 90 and 8. Those of you that are watching this broadcast, you can catch the rest of it at PastorBWells.com. PastorBWells.com. Okay. Psalm 90 and 8 says, Thou hast set our iniquities before thee and our secrets in the light of thy continent. I'll read it again. Thou hast set our iniquities before thee and our secrets in the light of thy continent. Did you hear what that scripture says? He has set our iniquities, our wrongdoings, before him. And our sin, our secrecy, you got to understand something about secrecy. Secrecy is something nobody sees. Secrecy is what we do, we think God don't even see. 
We do things that we feel that nobody really know because we ain't conscious and thinking that God is paying attention and God is recording everything. The Bible tells us that we're going to give account for every idle deed and all the wider words that come out of our mouth. Hmm. Our deeds and our words are going to get us. Preaches that sexually abused children and deceive women to have sex with them and all kind of stuff. They think they did it in secret and God don't know. Just like in the old days, they were doing something that God didn't know. And God exposed them and pulled their cover. You may have gotten by, but you haven't gotten away. You got to get right with God and stay right. I'm telling you. This scripture is very interesting because it says, Thou hast set our iniquities before thee. You ain't getting away. Let me tell you something about a place called heaven. The people say that, oh, whatever about heaven. Oh, let me tell you about heaven. I want to tell you something about heaven. Heaven is a place that's loaded with books. Haven't got a book on everything going on on this planet with everybody. I'm telling you. You read in the book of Revelation where it says and the books were open. And out of all those books that was open about your life, if you're not found in a book of life, you lost. You could be in a book of prayers. You could be in a book of goodness. You could be in a book of those that thought on the name of the Lord. But if your name is not written in the book of life, you're lost. Heaven is a place. It's a wonderful place to go. Not a make-believe place. Heaven is a wonderful place to go. Somebody said, you've been there? No, but I'm going. And I'm going. If I go, I don't plan to come back. <laughs> For what? For Bill? Heaven is a place that's far beyond human conception, imagination. What's the funny thing about this? They could quicker believe in Star Trek, Star Wars, alien invasion. But when it comes to heaven, there is no heaven. I don't believe in that. I mean, there are people, listen to me, beloved, there's no secret that there's people that religiously follow Star Trek. Oh, yes, they do. They even know, some of them even know the Klingon language. Some of them even follow Star Wars religiously. The Lord, let me Religiously talking and all his work. But heaven is a place the God of secrets land. Heaven is a wonderful place. Thou need a righteous go. 
not church goers, not religious folks, the righteous. The right living. Heaven is a place where people don't have sex in Jesus Christ as their personal savior. Spend eternity. There's no secret that heaven is a wonderful place. Heaven is a place where no sin will be allowed. No liar, no fornicator, no homosexual, no lesbian, no adulterer, no hypocrite. People run around saying, I had a dream about heaven. I see McDonald's. I seen hamburgers, I seen our uh, cars, I seen Macy's, I seen Pizza Hut. They were partying down the night. All my friends were there, and you all lying. You think heaven gotta be made after earth? No, 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 no. The Bible tells us. That man is made in the image of God. Not God made in the image of man. Everybody wants to have heaven their way to suit them, but there's no suitcase of heaven for everybody. Either you have it God's way or you have it no way. There's no suitcase of heaven for nobody. It suits me to believe that when I die, I will go, I'm going to have a Rolls Royce in heaven, and I'm going to have this. Do you live right? Did you tell Christ as your personal Savior? Oh, I don't believe in Jesus Christ. No, let's just get that clear. Let's get that clear. I don't believe in Jesus. The heaven is a place for good people. Well, what's good about people? The Bible says the heart is, oh my goodness. The Bible says the heart is deceitful. Above all things, and it's desperately wicked. And only God can know the heart. There is no secret that God knows your heart and how you're living. Everybody wants to go to heaven. But it's no secret that everybody's not going. People can put you in heaven with their mouth, but they cannot put you in heaven with the spirit. Huh? People could do a nice obituary for you, and then you lay in that coffin or whatever. Because some people like being cremated. They want to be cremated. You think cremating going to stop you from being lost in eternity? It won't. That's only your natural body. So the verse tells us that he set our iniquities before him and our secret sin in the light of his constancy. He sees Getting right with God is simple. You accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, repent of your sin. The next step is to allow God to direct your path so you don't go back to that. He said, go sin no more. It's no secret that God can keep you if you want to be kept. It's no secret that God can bring you through your trials and your tests. It is no secret. But you know what? You too busy churching. You too be busy being a synagogue goer. You too busy 
then uh, uh, I was watching a movie. And this man had this religious belief. He was a nice man. It's a real true story. And his belief was he would never pick up a gun. And he went in the military and actually was able to stay in the military. And he, he actually survived. But the truth is, war is in the Bible. And God will tell you to pick up the sword. Being a good person. Following the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not kill, still will not get you an eternity. That's right. You can follow all Ten Commandments. Did you know that? To follow the first commandment that thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. What well, I oh come on. The only way you can love God with all your heart is to obey his word. Not with your mouth. Jesus said, Love one another and I love you. And he picked up again and said, why call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things that I say do. But that's a black person, I don't like him. That's a white person, I don't like him. That's an Italian person, I don't like him. That's a Jewish person, I don't like him. Jesus said, why call me Lord, Lord, and don't do the things that I say do. There ain't no secret that it's all going to be revealed about the love that we have lived. The route that life that we have taken. It is no secret. Our secret hatred toward people just spilled out into the open. Our secret sins do more damage than our open sins. Oh, yeah, I am. You ever hear stories of famous people doing crazy stuff? There was a famous actor I always admired. And I found out he was a stone racist. I was hurt in my heart. That's right. It's the one that what I read about him is what came out of his mouth. Secret sins. Nobody really knew how racist he was. He opened his mouth. That was in his heart. The Bible said the heart is the seat above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know about God? God will have you right on yourself. You got to allow God to really work with you because there's no secret in what God can do. He will reveal your secret sins. He will reveal everything. You can't fool God. You can fool man, but God is one that you'll never be able to fool. That's why the scripture tells us in, in our Psalms 90 and 8, it says plainly, Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, and set our secret sins in the light. All God's confidence, you ain't fooling nobody. I, I was uh, uh, talking to one of the guys I know on Facebook, and uh, uh, he, he, he posted something. I said, yeah, you know, most people live by that saying, think it till you make it. I said, they spent so much time faking it. 
the one that died, they fake it so much till they die faking. They never get to accomplish what they think and try to impress people with because they spent all their life faking. They no time to accomplish nothing. It's just like people that play church. They spend all their time trying to fool people that they say. They spend absolutely all their time trying to convince people that they say. So once they get on the church, they go back to their crazy stuff. It's just a, it's just a rotation, a rotation over and over again. But there's no secret that God knows what you're doing. God knows where you're going. God knows the bars you go to. God knows the prostitutes you hook up with. Huh? I constantly tell young women, let God give you a husband. One woman told, one woman said one time, I would never trust God's judgment to get me a man. I get my own man. That's why some of y'all get men that go upside your head. Some of them kill y'all behind. Some of them are half-breeds. They sleeping with you and sleeping with Joe. And they're sleeping with Mary too. So it's all crossed out. That's why you got to wait on God. Learn to trust God. Because there's no secret of what God can do for you. Stop living in that phase of what God done for others he can do for you because you got to meet the requirements of what they did to get what they have. I don't want Charlie's car. I don't want Charlie's house. I want my own. I don't want a big cathedral. Because Charlie had a big cathedral. Because Charlie got a big cathedral. He got 20,000 people. I don't know how he got them. I go get a big cathedral and have two people in it. I'm going to look pretty dumb with a big cathedral, but I want what Charlie got. I want what Charlie got. Charlie got a big cathedral. How you going to pay for it? I don't know. God does not put more on you than you can bear. And sometimes we don't even receive what God has for us because we're too busy trying to get other people's stuff. Let's move on. Let's go to Romans 8.31. Romans 8.31. Romans 8.31 says, What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Let me read it again. What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who could be against us? Now, beloved, think about that strength. What shall we say then if God be for us, who could be against us? Us. Us. Put yourself there. We could be against ourselves. We are our greatest enemy outside of the devil. We are our greatest enemy. Why are we our greatest enemy? Because we refuse to obey what God says. We're going to do what we want to do and then ask God to get us out of our mess. We are our biggest enemy. We got our old thing going. We got our old things going. We doing our own thing. We're not listening to what God said. We doing our own thing. 
We are our own biggest enemy. God is for you. For you or for yourself and not God. You cannot get God's blessing on your life properly. You may scam and wham and make some money, but you can't get God's blessing on your life properly because you will not allow God to work with you. You got to be willing to let God work with you because there's no secret in what God can do for you. People used to really believe God to heal them, to deliver them, to make ways out of no way. Artificial intelligence now do everything for us. You could talk to your car, park my car. You could tell your matter of fact, you know, tell that they have their uh, uh, self-driving cars. I don't know about me getting a self-driving car. I don't even use auto. Uh, uh, what is what cruise control? I haven't used cruise control when God knows where. Never was a big thing. But there is no secret in what God can do. And providing and making ways, opening doors for you. This is why you have to set yourself to get what God has specifically with your name on. That's why that scripture said, No good thing was he was withhold from them that woke up right before him. He made it. No good thing. Now, the thing about that scripture says, It said, No good thing. I don't know what the good thing is that you need. I don't know what the good thing God has for you. That's your job to find out. Look at this verse. What shall we say then? Romans 8, 31. What shall we say then? To these things, if God be for us, you got to look at that. If God is for you, if you're walking with God, who could be against you? But you, God wants you to succeed. God wants you to rise above your circumstances. God wants you to rise above your trials. In fact, come out of your trials and your tribulations successfully. He said, who to be against us? Only person that's against us is us. You see, when you put the devil out, you can move freely, but you got to want God to guide you. You can't put the devil out and don't have God on the inside to help you. You have to have God direct your steps. You have to have God direct your path. Amen. You'll never achieve anything in God without God. We can, we can fool ourselves. We can do whatever we want, but we will never achieve anything in God without God. It's when we make up our mind, beloved, to serve God in righteousness. I understand that there's no secret that God doesn't know your tests and the trials that you go through. And somebody tests and these trials, you caught yourself to be in them through your disobedience and your rebellion. Let's move on. Let's go to Daniel chapter 2, verse 47. 
Daniel chapter 2 and verse 47. Look at that verse. Listen to this. The king answered it unto Daniel and said, of a truth, it is that your God is a God of God and, and the Lord of kings and a revealer of secrets, seeing that thou couldn't reveal this secret. Let me read it again. And the king acted unto Daniel and said, of a truth, it is that your God is a God of gods and a Lord of the king, a Lord of kings, and a revealer of secrets, seeing that thou canst reveal the secret. That's the thing about God. God is a God of kings. He's a God of God and a Lord of kings. And he's a revealer of secrets. And no man can reveal. He knows how to reveal secrets in your life. He knows how to step in and reveal plots that people have planted against you. He knows how to come in and reveal how things have been set to destroy you. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He knows how to step in and stop stuff in his track. He knows how to stop the enemy in his track. See, this is the thing. You may not see. You may not hear. And you may not understand what God does. God sees everything going on around you. He knows everything going on around you. He knows how the enemy is working. The enemy works overtime and how to manipulate people, how to snuff people out, how to destroy people. But God already has the answer to your deliverance. And there's no secret that our God had already stored things in your life. God has already instilled the things that you need in you. You just need to get in tune with God so we can be stirred. The Bible said the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. And once he lights it, it starts burning. You got to get your spirit in tune with God. I'm going to tell you again, it's no secret of what God can do. What God has done for millions of others. It could do for you, but you got to be willing. The Bible says if you'll be willing and obedient, you need to go to the land. He said, yeah. He said, yeah. If you'll be willing and obedient, you need to go to the land. Yeah. But you know what? I don't know nobody that don't want to eat a good of the land. Everybody I know, they want the best of the best. They want the best steak. I had the opportunity to go to Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. Ooh, and all, I think it was a, a New York strip steak I ordered. Oh, my gosh. It cost dollars, but that steak built in your mouth. It was so good. Now, I'm going to tell you, I went to another restaurant and ordered the identical steak, and it was not even cooked right. That's right. 
I went to another expensive restaurant and the steak was not even cooked right. But the steak at Gordon Ramsay was cooked excellently. I, I like well done food, well done. And that steak was melting in my, oh my gosh. I watched this show. I want you to listen to this. I watched this show, Hell's Kitchen, to see, uh, you know, what was going on. And they were making his, uh, that steak, the porterhouse steak. I don't, I don't want the Wellington. I, that's too small for me. So I wanted to try this New York strip. Because I seen it on there. I said, I want to see for myself. Since I was, I was away on business. And um, I said, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go. They made the reservations for me, so I went. I wanted to see if this was, uh, you know, he's supposed to be so good. His food's supposed to be so good. Oh my gosh, that steak was gorgeous. Want me to tell you a secret? God bless Gordon Ramsay for cooking. I'm going to say it again. God bless Gordon Ramsay for cooking. He may not be saved. I just try to get people to understand gifts and calling comes without repentance. You do not have to be saved. People say, I can't God under. Yes, he does. There's many people that God has blessed that he saved. Don't know him at all. They probably never will. But God blessed them. That's something. God said he'll bless you coming in and bless you going out. God will bless you. To be a blessing to somebody else, so God bless Gordon Ramsay to be a blessing to me with that stay. Hmm? God knew I was going to go to that restaurant. He blessed Gordon Ramsay to teach those people how to cook. It is no secret that God could bless you with great talent. But what happened? Well, just imagine if Gordon Ramsay was spending all his time trying to be like some other chef and not be himself. People, people trash President Biden. He tried, he tried, he ran for president a few times. But it wasn't his time. But when it's your time to step off, God's going to allow you to. Amen. It's no secret about God and what God can do. When it's your time to step up, but you got to be prepared. Oh, God don't send soldiers out that's not prepared. You got to be prepared. A woman wants to get married, but have nothing to offer a man. Not all men think about sex 24 hours a day. They want to eat food. They want to rest their head. But the woman is crazy and wild. She never grew up. She wants to be with her friends all the time, on the phone, gossiping all day long. A man comes in from work. She gossiping on the phone, got television cards, didn't even think about cooking because she was wrapped and talking to her friends. She ain't ready for marriage. She ain't ready for nothing. For gossip. 
be ready for success. That's why God tried to teach us. He said, study to show yourself approved. A workman needed not be ashamed. Rightly divided the words of truth, and it's just not the Bible. The words of truth means also educational things to help you get where you're going in life. The truth is, you need to go to uh, the, uh, you need to do a driving test, a road test, as we call it. You get your driving license. You just don't get in the car. You never drove a car. You never had nobody show you how to drive a car. And you just get in the car and start driving. It don't work like that. You're going to hit something. Because that car is bigger than you. It's got an engine in it. That's like putting a two-year-old behind the wheel and say, drive the car. They may, they may pull it out of park. But they can't hit the pedal. They're going to hit something and kill themselves. Kill somebody else. It is no secret that God can prepare you for what he has for you. It is no secret that God can open doors for you and no one else can get open. It's no secret. It's no secret in God's ability to provide. It's no secret in God's capability to make ways out of no ways for you when there is no way. I've heard so many stories of God moving and making miracle things to uh, blow everybody's mind. I think God make ways for me that I think he just blow me away. Because he's God all by himself. He doesn't need any help. This king in this story thought he was smarter and better than God in the course of his life. Don't get so wise and so smart till you lose out with God. Understand that I am the Lord, that God that changes not. That's who God is. He don't change. He's unchanging. He's still righteous. He's still holy. And he demands. He demands that we be righteous and we be holy. People say God don't really do nothing for nobody today. That's because you ain't in tune with him. Let's move on. Blow with me to Amos 3.27. Amos 3.27. Did I say? I'm sorry, Amos, not 27, Amos 3 and 7. Amos 3 and 7. There is no 27 verse. It says, surely the Lord will do nothing, but he revealeth his secrets unto his servant, the prophet. I'm going to read it again. Surely the Lord God will do nothing but revealeth his secrets but he revealed his secrets to his prophet, his servants the prophet. I would rather know some of the secrets than God than know the secrets of man. Because the secrets of God hold great power. We got to 
how to get ourselves in a place where God can reveal things to us and open our understanding of heart and hidden secrets and questions and mystery. We need to put ourselves in a position where we can receive from God. We need to put ourselves in a position where the power of God can really work with us and through us and for us. And in the midst of us, God reveals his secrets to his servants. You don't reveal his secrets to anybody. This is what I'm trying to tell you. You have to get what God has for you. You can't get what other people have. You can't get what other people have. You can't focus on trying to get what other people have because God wants to reveal his secrets to you. God wants to know what he He wants you to know what he already has planned for your life. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, I know the thoughts, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. The thoughts of peace and not evil to give you and expect it in. He wants to reveal his secrets to you so he can show what your end is going to be. He wants to reveal his secrets so you can know what he has for you. Oh, yeah. He wants to reveal his secrets to you that your lives and the lives of those around you would be changed for the better. Parents want their children and their husbands to be saved. But you won't seek out to the kingdom of God for God to reveal the secrets. Sometimes, listen to this. Sometimes it's just one word to change a person's life. One word, one word, one direct word from heaven. There's no secret. And all God can reveal that to you. To bless someone else's life and soul. When we get in a position for God to do that, lives, community, countries would be changed for the better. We got to really get in tune with God. Where God can direct our steps. Walk with us. And guide us each day. It is no secret that God desires to walk with us and talk with us. He wants to reveal his secrets to us. He wants to open to us the riches of his kingdom. But we can't, cannot, he cannot, he cannot open his riches of his kingdom to us because we're too earthly minded. We're worried about what other people have. The broadcast that comes on with 10 million followers and a million followers, he's saying what they want to hear. He's telling you how you're going to get blessed. He's going to tell you how to get blessed, what you got to do, how much it's going to cost you. I'm going to tell you the cost is right in God's word. But you won't follow this man. You're not a follower, subscriber. 
God isn't going to change for me or to follow or to lead a preacher with 10 million followers. He's never going to change. He's always going to be righteous. He's always going to be holy. He's only going to reveal his secrets to his real service. Not people who are not calling the, I'm pastor so-and-so, I'm bishop so-and-so. That don't mean dirt, my God. Let's move on. We just about finished. Let's go to Daniel chapter 2. Daniel chapter 2. And verse 22. This is what the scripture said. Daniel chapter 2, verse 22 said, He revealeth the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in dark, in the darkness, and the light that dwelleth with him. And the light dwelleth with him. Listen to this again. He revealeth the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in darkness, and, light, and the light dwelleth with him. Ain't nothing hid from God. Ain't nothing you say. Ain't nothing you do is hid from God. He is a revealer of secrets of men. He will uncover your corrupt deeds, your lies, and your scams. He will pull your cover. He will reveal the deep and hidden things that nobody else does. There's no secrets to God. There's no secrets that can be hid from God. There is no secret, beloved. There is no secret. The mafia may have buried somebody in the ocean. But God isn't revealing the secret. You say, well, nobody buried, nobody revealed it. You missed the point. God is going to reveal it in the last day. Nobody gets away. They're going to pay for the murder. A young man got a girl pregnant. After she got pregnant, he disowned her. He didn't want to have nothing to do about it. He went about his business and became famous. He made billions of dollars, got married, had a new family. The woman went on, the young lady went on, struggling in her life, trying to raise the child. It hurt it to her heart that the man left her. The young man left her. Slept her, knocked her off, got her pregnant, went about his business. And then he stands before God. He's been a good church go religious folk. He stands before God and said, Well, I've been a good man. I've been good to my family. I've taken care of my family. And I've done this and I've done that and I've done this. And the angel says, Stop right there. You have failed to take care of all your children. I ain't got no other children. What's that? Who's that right there? Oh. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm she was going to take care of Charles. Let me tell you something, beloved. It's not the big things that'll cause you to get kicked out of heaven. It's a small thing. Did you hear me? It's the small things that will cause you to lose out with God. Make sure you do what's right. Man, make sure you take care of your family. You don't have to be with the woman. Take care of your children. Woman, take care of your children. You have to be with that man. 
Love your children. Don't abuse them. This scripture is really interesting because it says, He reveals the deep and secret things that nobody knows. That you done. You done these things ages ago. You done these things and things ages ago, and nobody knows but you. And God kept telling you, get right, get right, get right. I, I don't want to get right. Uh, leave me alone. I'm not interested in Jesus. And boom, you get exposed. People think people that uh, 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 bankers, preachers, doctors, lawyers, when they get busted, it wasn't because they got busted for the first time doing something. It was because they kept on doing it. And they would warn, they warn, they warn, they warn, and they kept on doing it because they thought they could get away. And they got to have my exposure. Today, you're here. You can't keep going the way you're going. It's no secret that God cares about you. You got to allow God to work with you. You got to allow God to touch your life and meet the needs in your life. But you got to be honest. Those of you don't know the Lord is your personal Savior today, now is the time to get right with God. Now is the moment to get saved. Now is the moment to let God come into your life. Because there's no secret that he cares about you. He has things for your life. He has a plan that's awesome for your life. But you don't know it because you won't get pay no attention. For those of you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, they bow your head and let's pray. Let's get right. Today, repeat after me, Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my heart, to come into my life. Save me right now. Give me to know that I have eternal life in Jesus' name. I thank you for saving me and being my Lord and my personal Savior. I thank you for dying on the cross at Calvary and rising on the third day and sitting on the right hand of God. I thank you for saving me, Lord. I thank you today in Jesus' name. Now, listen, let me pray for y'all. Father, in Jesus' name, touch every liberal soul watching this broadcast, meet the needs in their life. Save, deliver, and make free. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, listen, remember, beginning April 2nd, 5.15 p.m., we'll be in our little location, 35. South Middletown Road, now you at New York. That'll be at the Royal Venue at 35 South Middletown Road. Now you at New York, I think it's 10956. Please come enjoy the Lord with us and let the Lord bless your life. We also can use your financial support if you want to be a, a part of this ministry to help us financially. Go to our website, www.havenacordeliverseinc.org and click on Become a Partner. You can also leave a prayer request. <clears throat> our testimony of what God is doing. I'll see you on Wednesday night. If not, I'll see you April 1st, April 2nd, 
I found no location. I bless.